Hello and welcome to season four, episode two yes. of I See Bad Movies. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dave Keane. I'm joined by, and I didn't look up any special descriptive words. Why not? Of just because you're, you're just amazing. I don't need any other words to describe you, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm obviously joined by my amazing co-host, Emma. You've used amazing before. But that's because you're amazing. No, <laughs> no. You need to look up words that begin with E, I thought we said. Well, I did. Effervescent. Effervescent. Effluent. No, that's not good. <laughs> Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, God, they're all coming out now. Extremely good. <laughs> <laughs> if I put a hyphen in, it still begins with an E. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right, fine. Um, well, welcome back, everyone, to season four, episode two. Season I don't know why I bothered saying season four, episode two. Welcome back to episode two. Emma, what are we focusing on in this season? We are focusing on big stars, bad movies, aren't that we? We are, that Is we that are. We it? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. When we had that meeting in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, do we have a movie for you today? Everyone. One that I've never heard of. No, um, I well, I'd heard of it, but I'd never oh, ever okay. seen it. I had absolutely no interest in watching it when it first came you'd out. You've heard of it because you've got the DVD. But I've got the <laughs> DVD because this is a DVD that, just like, um, oh, what was that? Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. That was loaned to me by my friend Ed. This is one of oh, his okay. DVDs. So again, this is another shout out to Ed to say. Thank you very much for the DVD. So, you know how loans work, don't you, David? Somebody gives you something for a little while and then you give it back. Yeah, I know, but the trouble is, I've had it a long time because what it forgot is that we don't watch all the movies, like, and then review them months down the line. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I've yet to explain this to him. So, he Um, gave you a collection and we... Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, Some of these other DVDs are actually going to show up in this season funnily enough as oh, well okay, yeah. so yeah yeah um but yeah today we have something special before before i even talk about the movie yes don't we um we've had someone else sign up for the patreon Yay! Yay! um so this is our chance to say a massive shout out and a thank you to alison scott hi alison thank and you yes thank you very much welcome along and um we hope you've taking pleasure in the... Oh, she's got a lot of episodes to catch up on, actually. Yeah, there'll be 19 episodes of the flip side to watch. Yeah. Or listen to, even. Listen to, yeah. Yeah. Can't watch them. Yeah. And also, at this stage, three episodes of the bad movies for kids. I think there's three, yeah. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, I think it's three at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Although there is four... But actually, by the time this episode goes out, the fourth one will be released. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, welcome, Alison, and to all you other lovely Patreons that are still with us. I know. I know. Don't it's... say it like that, because we yeah. need to sound confident. Oh, yeah. Of I course mean... you're still with us. No, of course they're... Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Um, so, Emma, do you want to f- know... I mean, you've not seen this film before. I've not seen it, no. Um, you know the film we're watching, but for the Have sake... Have seen it before? You've no, I've never seen it. it. No, I've just heard it. it. But for the sake of the podcast, Emma, would you like to know the name of the movie we're watching? I'd love to. We are watching Monkey Bone. <laughs> we are. <laughs> What's so funny? 
Only because I've read the back of the DVD case. See, I haven't even read the back of the oh, DVD okay. case yet. But you should read it. Um, and our big star in this is Brendan Fraser. Although you've also got We've, um, Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Not Bucky to take Goldberg. away from Bridget Fonda. Yeah, there Quite are a, few people a there lot of big stars yeah. in this film. Um, I was looking through the IMDb and it is packed full of people. You've got John Turturro. You've got... Um, where are you? It's disappeared. You've got Giancarlo Esposito. Anyone who likes Breaking Bad will know that. You've got Rose McGowan, Megan Mullally, Bob Odenkirk. Lots of really big people. Although, when this film came out, I don't think I'd have known any of them. No. Maybe Megan Mullally, because of Will and Grace in the oh, early okay. 2000s. Yeah, they, that would have been... That was must it have 90s been, or was it early 2000s? Was it early 2000s? I feel like Friends and Will and Grace was like 90s, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. It does feel... Will and Grace was 1998. That's when yeah. that started. You've read the back. I haven't. Yeah. And for our lovely for listeners, it. let's have a little listen to what's going on in this film. So, it's rude. It's rodgy. It's totally outrageous. Oh Although it is a PG-12, or no, just a 12. Yeah, it is a 12. So it's not yeah. really that raunchy. It can't think. be that much, Unless, can it? you know, this was a few years ago, you could get away with more, so it <laughs> might be quite raunchy. It might be. Um, are we, oh God, are we, are we ready for how raunchy it might be? Yeah, we've seen um, Carousel. We've seen Carousel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a sex scene in that with a Carousel. We have, we've seen all sorts. <laughs> So, do you know? Do you know what? I wouldn't even say sex scene, but what I would say what love scene I've seen on TikTok recently doing the rounds is the Neil Breen one from I Am uh, Here Now. Is that the one where he's laying on top of her? He where he's lit, a line, so he's like not even yeah. looking at her. He's and then he's got, the and then that like strange mask appears oh, yeah. on his face and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's not good. I mean, I'm ready for anything except for that scene. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Brendan Fraser goes bananas in this balls-out comedy that breaks all the rules. After a car crash sends repressed cartoonist Stu Miley, Fraser, the mummy returns, into a coma, he and the mischievous monkey bone, his hilariously funny, no, sorry, hilariously horny alter ego, wake up in a whacked-out way station for lost souls. When monkey bone takes over Stu's body, and escapes to wreak havoc on the real world, Stu has to find a way to stop him before his sister pulls the plug on reality forever. Bridget Fonda, Chris Kattan and Whoopi Goldberg co-star in this inventive blend of live action and stop motion animation loaded with must-see, eye-popping special effects and some of the crudest laugh-out-loud humour since South Park. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. But also, he's done The Mummy by this point. He'd done The Mummy Return this better, by this, this point. This better be good then. And Whoopi Goldberg, I'm taking it she'd done Ghost. But when was Ghost? Ghost was, was early 90s. So she's done Ghost as well. Yeah. So you've got some pretty big movies there at the time. They were yeah, oh, big 100%. blockbusters. And Bridget and Fonda was massive early 2000s because of like, um, you had Single White Female in the late yeah. 90s. You had La Femme, um, La Femme Nikita just after that as well. Okay. And, and lots of other films that she was in. <laughs> <laughs> if in doubt just say other things <laughs> um, no um, Jackie Brown she was in Jackie Brown oh, okay. that was so, quite yeah, close so to them so you've got big stars in this yep right yeah, you do so I don't know if we're a bit worried this won't be a bad movie but surely just the storyline of it is good yeah it? See, and it hasn't got a very good score on it doesn't TV, it's, it? 
only got like a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. So, yeah. And some of the, some of the reviews are pretty middling as well. So, we'll see. We'll see what it's like. I mean, to be fair, I guess you don't always know. With some movies, they can either really work or they can really flop. Yeah. Depending on... You know, it's not just the script, is it? It's kind of the production of it, the cast. It's kind yeah. of... Some things either stick or they don't. And I think... Yeah. So actors might sometimes think, oh, this could be really funny. It's really not. Or... So uh, that's that's one of the things as well. So one of the movies that will definitely, definitely not be coming up in this season yeah. um, of Big Stars, Bad Movies is Dish Dogs with Sean Astin oh, and that. And that's that's one of those movies where it's like, it's riding off of the success of films like American Pie, yeah. but it just does not hit right at no, all. it's awful. It's just dreadful. We actually turned that off when yeah. we tried to watch it, didn't we? And it was one, I think, was that the last film that we watched before the lockdown eased? Because we were watching I it remotely. So. But that, we rarely turn something off. Yeah, we've, very we've rarely. We've sat through some... There's been Bad two films, films, two films we've turned off, Dish Dogs and Tropic Thunder, not Tropic Thunder, no, Jurassic not. Thunder. Yes. Yeah. Um, which, if look them up, look them up, because we won't be covering Don't them. watch them. Yeah, don't watch them. Don't waste them. your time. But yeah, I mean, Sean Astin, would we see he's a bit, would he be a big enough star to make this? What else has he done? Emma, we can no longer be friends. <laughs> don't tell me it's Star Wars or something like that. Oh my god. Sean Astin played Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings. Emma. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know every actor's name in that. There's loads of people in Lord of the Rings. And they're all amazing. Actually, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings for about 50. Is that possible? When did it come out? Yeah, it came out. Yeah. It, would it be 15 years? I, I can't saw even remember. Them when they were first out, and I don't think I've watched them. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie because Brody wanted to watch them. Good on Brody. The first couple and the third one, he tried to sit through. Or distracted. Well, that's They're pretty long for kids, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are stupidly long for kids. Three hours long. Yeah, my kids are a bit older now, and when they, I mean, when they've been a little bit older, we did like movie nights and we watched all the extended versions. Yeah. But one New Year's Day, we did all three extended versions in one you day. Did that. I think I remember you telling me that you were doing that. So much fun, best day ever. The only, it was, I think it was only taught by doing the Cornetto trilogy the following year yeah. um, and having like, you know, Hot Fuzz and all that. Yeah. And having the corresponding Cornettos with each movie. Oh, chef's kiss. What a day. <laughs> that was such a good day to do Hungover. Just <laughs> three Cornettos in a day. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, um, should we have a look at if we're going to focus on the good or the bad stuff for this yes. film? All right, we okay. Should. Right, now I'm hoping this gets picked up. What do you reckon? Yes, it is. Oh. We're focusing on the good. You do. <laughs> uh, and it's my turn to pick. The it is your turn to pick. So, yeah, that's, if you are tuning in for the first time, we've flipped a coin to figure out if we're focusing on the good or the bad. And now we're going to pick five categories, see what we're focusing on. Casting. Okay. So, that'll There's be looking to see the this, best so, casting yeah. for the car- part. Um, oh, Best supporting cast member. Let's go for one of the edges. Best line. Yeah. And a zany comedy. Oh, it's got to be full of them, isn't it? It's raunchy, so <laughs> hope for a good line. Location. Oh, okay. Now, I'm guessing a lot of this is like, yeah, I'm oh, not he's sure. He's in a coma, so it might he's have been a, a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got one more to go. One more to go. 
Uh, let's see, what have we got? Best scene. Oh, okay, cool. That's right. definitely a good one. So, scene, location, line, supporting cast, and best casting. See, I always think casting will suit the flip side or the bad. Yeah. Because, like, who's completely miscast in the yeah. part they were playing? So, we shall see. All right, are we ready to watch Monkey Bone? I think so. All right, we'll see you all in a minute. Hello, welcome back, Emma. Hello. We have just watched Monkey Bone. We have, haven't we? What yeah. Interesting yeah. <laughs> movie that was. What a very, very interesting film. Thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> really don't know where to start with this one. No, it's a strange film. Very strange. I think um, at one point when we were watching it, I nearly said to you, oh, this is like a Tim Burton movie, but just not directed by Tim Burton. And then, yeah, and I didn't I, see it, and then later... I compared it to Beetlejuice, didn't I? Yeah. And then you said, yeah, it is like a Tim Burton film. Yeah. By it somebody is. else. <laughs> yeah, by somebody else who... Yeah. Kind of... It's almost like someone said, here's, like, all these Tim Burton movies. We want to make a movie like this. Yeah. And... That's your inspiration. Go. Yeah. 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 It, was, it wasn't what I expected it to be at all. No. I don't really know what I expected, but I didn't expect it to be this weird... Fantasizing. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. I wouldn't say it's one of the better ones we've watched, but yeah, yeah. I, although I did, I remember saying to you quite close to the end, it's so close to being a good film. Yes. And you said it was not that close. It had, no, but it had potential. I know what you mean. Yeah. It had a couple of funny bits in it, and I liked the special effects, and mm-hmm. I quite liked the fantasy world that was done quite well. I, there was elements that I liked, and it had yes. potential to be good and it had a great cast but mm. it yeah it wasn't something I don't think I'd again wasn't very polished no yeah hmm I agree yeah. I don't think I'd watch it again um yeah it's a watched one and done yeah yeah watched one and done definitely so for for our dear listeners shall we go through the synopsis as best we can yes for this film it's kind of I think we're probably going to miss a few bits it's quite tricky to remember what happened in what order yeah it will be i'm not going to lie to you because it it does and and the thing as well it sort of jumps back and forth yeah it jumps between the real world and this fantasy world so you don't really know where you're at (laughs) Um, yeah definitely um so we the movie opens with Stu, played by brendan fraser um his cartoon monkey bone is it opens up with yeah so we start off with the cartoon and we're like what's going on (laughs) yeah and the, the cartoon is about Crass. It's like um, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Be with some butthead. Yeah. But not quite as. I mean, you though Ren and Stimpy was on like six p.m. in the UK on BBC Two, wasn't it? Oh, okay. When, that, yeah. when it was out. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember it coming on after Neighbours, flipping it over to yeah. BBC Two and watching it. So it's adult, but it's also not too adult. Yeah. It, it just imagine that kind of thing. Yeah. If you've if you've never seen Monkey Bone, that's that's what it's like. Um pretty crass. <laughs> very, very pure humour. But it, when the cartoon ends, we are at like an event yes. where they're announcing that Monkey Bone has got like a six episode run on the cartoon channel. Yeah. 
Yes, and Brendan Fraser's like the creator of yeah. Monkey Bone, isn't he? Yeah, we, we meet his, um, uh, I'm imagining, I'm guessing agent. Yeah, I guess Hell, he must be his agent. Yeah. I can't think what else job that would be because he's yeah. the one trying to get all the advertising deals yeah. as well. He's got all the merchandise, hasn't he? Yeah, and Stu's against all this kind of merchandise yeah, and so selling dolls out. dolls and things like that, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's not really that interested in that sort of thing. We meet his... Um, we meet his girlfriend, Julie, played by Bridget Fonda, yeah. as well. Um, and we find out as well that Stu is going to propose to her later. Yes. Um, she obviously is completely unaware of it. Um, but Stu and Julie, Stu doesn't really, he seems a bit of an introvert. Yeah. He's not really um, a people person. Yeah. He doesn't really like people. And him and Julie decide that they're going to leave the event early and they, dis- they, they, go, they go to disappear off. Then what happens? We have, they're in the car trying they to sneak in, away. Yeah, they get in the car to leave. And Herb stops them for some reason. Yeah, I can't why away. he stops them. But why does he lean back into the back of the car for something? Yeah, that's the thing. He's not just putting his arm back, you know, like men do when they put their arm around the passenger seat to reverse. To reverse. It's a... Oh, do only men do that? I think only men do. I've never seen a woman do that. I think, yeah, it's a good point, actually. Yeah. yeah maybe it is just us men that Apparently do that. there's a difference between how men and women get in the car as well. Oh, is there? Yeah. Well, who is that? Which way round it is. So... One get, puts their leg in first and then kind of puts their head in, and the other one puts their head in first and then their leg. I think I put I think my, I leg, put in my first. leg in first. Yeah. <gasps> Am I a woman? I don't know. I might <laughs> be a man. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there's. But yeah, anyway, I don't know if he's doing that or whether I can't remember. He's, he puts yeah. his arm back for some reason, that's and right. in the back of the car is like this huge inflatable monkey bone, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why yeah. that's in the back of his car. Yeah. But as he puts his hand back, he pulls like the ring cord on this thing that makes it it's a bit like a lifeboat or something it just yeah. goes it just cord puffs goes. right up yeah. um, so that puffs right up and then obviously he can't oh and then he gets so wedged in the car and his foot gets wedged on the pedal because yeah. it's inflating and it's pushing him forward isn't it it's against That's the steering right. wheel so he, then he's so squished up that his foot gets stuck on the pedal and he's just reversing and he can't actually stop the car and control it so they crash yep they crash and there was one bit as well where Herb, the agent, was behind the car. Yes. And it's one of those angel <laughs> things. It's like, the car's coming barreling at you. Yeah. Um, so it's coming out of a car park. Yeah. And you've got the gates, the car park, where you've got, like, pavement either side or sidewalk, if mm-hmm. you're broken. And then you've got a main road. So what he could have done was just move to the side onto the pavement. <laughs> yeah. And he goes running into the main road where there's loads of traffic. He just, yeah. It's like, if, the, if something is coming right it's at you, you... Get out of the way. Yeah, go left or right. Don't, <laughs> don't try and run away yeah. from it. Don't try to outrun a car. You're not the woman in crawl swimming away from a... <laughs> yeah, 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 navigator, yeah. You can't outrun a car. <laughs> it's like that scene in um, Aliens Prometheus. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I have seen it, but not but years ago. The, 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 the spaceship's a great big circular thing. Yeah. And it's rolling towards Charlize Theron's character. Ah, okay. And she's running in a straight line from yes. it. Indiana Jones with the bold, well, I suppose with the bold, Where really he's, get out of the way. But, yeah. But, but people always run, yeah, in the line of something. Get out of the way. Yeah, Go left run to right. an angle. Yeah. yeah. You you didn't watch Game of Thrones, did you? No, I didn't. So in Game of Thrones as well, there's this big scene called the Battle of the Bastards, right? Yeah. Nice. Where yeah, yeah. Where there's there's one kid 
Rickon Stark, who's like a, a hostage. Yeah. And he's told to run by the baddie. Yeah. Who then decides to start firing arrows at him as he's running. Okay. So what would you do if someone is firing arrows at you? Would you, A, run in a straight line? Yeah. B, zigzag? Yeah. There's no C. <laughs> would you run in a straight line, A or B? I'd probably zigzag and try and avoid the Yeah, arrows, you I would. Could. Maybe, you know, change your angle of yeah. zigzagging a little bit sometimes. Line. Yeah, just run in a straight line. Guess what happens? He gets hit by an arrow. Yeah, he gets hit by an arrow and yeah. dies. Life advice. Yeah. Life advice. Stick with us for more life hacks. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need to zigzag yeah to pro- progress in life that's it yeah you know um but he doesn't get hit though does he the, no he doesn't the guy he's surprisingly he's very lucky yeah but unfortunately Stu's not lucky Stu no, they have an accident. is taken away in an ambulance in a coma yeah although they tell him oh he's in the ambulance oh he's in a coma yeah they do straight away don't they? Like, <laughs> immediately he could just be passed out for a, like few minutes but no you're in a coma and then yep definitely yeah, so in a coma. he goes off to hospital doesn't he and we meet yeah. the sister that's his sister isn't it well he kind of goes into his coma and we see him go into oh, the, the world first um and it's oh that's it so he goes into the coma and then it cuts to a scene of him on a roller coaster yes so there's kind of nothing around the roller coaster this is the bit that made me think of beetlejuice i think just the way yeah. They've done it. So he's on this roller coaster and there's kind of nothing around. I quite like that bit, actually. I think that's yeah, it it quite well. And then he sort of comes down to a city, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the city's just called downtown. Yeah. That's it. So he stopped, the roller coaster stops and he gets off and he's in this like fantasy world. And there's mm-hmm. everybody there. Well, apart from that Catwoman waitress, everyone's kind of a weird monster yeah like the faces are really sort of distorted and and big kind of a mixture of costume and cgi isn't it yeah the faces all when the faces are moving it's definitely cgi it's got to be but it looks that was practical effects it's it's absolutely fantastic it's got to be yeah computer generated but the actual costumes look like costumes rather than it didn't look completely cgi'd it looked like just cgi'd their faces to me yeah. But they're all like weird and wonderful creatures, aren't they? They're not anything yeah. Earth-like, the... apart from there's one woman who's a waitress in the um, bar, and she's cat girl yeah. or whatever, and she's got like almost like a Halloween costume of like a cat. She's kind of yeah, like got yeah. the whiskers and the nose and stuff, but and she's the, the tail as well. A and, woman yeah, yeah. in like really isn't she? Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. But apart from her, all the other characters am I right? Oh no. Sorry, yeah. we meet Whoopi Goldberg later on. Yeah, we do Goldberg. meet a few there's later on. There's a couple on. of people in there, but there's mainly these weird creatures. Yes. Um, kind of like labyrinth, kind of. Yeah. That sort of, but yeah. they're not as puppety as those, are they? They're kind of. It's weird. Yeah. To, it's it's, tried, it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah, they're like Costumes, imagine. But also CGI. I'm trying. Yeah, it's a really good. Uh, yeah, it's really hard. Sorry to explain them. Yeah. Um, because they're like normal people, but just well, I say normal people. The the it's somewhere kind between of walking around our height. Total Recall and Labyrinth, I'd say somewhere <laughs> there, like two weeks. Two weeks. Um, it's kind of I don't know because there's people. Yeah. That are a bit like odd, but mm-hmm. they look more like people, and then there's creatures, but the creatures aren't completely puppets. They are 
they're not puppets they're like costumes but they've done a bit of cgi and yeah. and monkey bone is there as well isn't he the little monkey and what have we done did we meet monkey bone we meet yet? Him immediately but he, he ends up there. he ends up in a bar yes sort of drinking his oh, drinking his sorrows so they give him and what they give him to drink is the iv oh, drip isn't it yeah comb comb uh, what did they call it a comati a comatini comatini which yeah. i thought was an excellent because I've drunk martinis yeah. almost to a comatose state before. Have like a um, yeah, I know. I remember New Year's Eve one year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they have like a drip bag, and then mm-hmm. they put like a the wire, the not wire, the tube coming down into the martini glass, and they fill it up. Yes. With the drip. Um, that's what he gets to drink, and then yeah, he's in this like weird bar, isn't he? Yeah. So we see him in this like fantasy world for a bit, but then it kind of splits between. It, it goes back to the hospital bed. Yeah, it goes. It goes really far back. It just. It just. It's. It's kind of a real hard cut from between the yeah, two it's worlds. Yeah, just literally like you're there yeah. and then you're there. Yeah, the and starkness then, of the hospital was opposed to like this weird and wonderful yeah. world. Yeah. Um, in the hospital, Julie's with him. Yeah. And we meet his sister, played yes. by Megan Mullally. Um, and I've just got to say, she plays the same character as. She plays in Will and Grace, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, very much typecast. Yeah. yeah. So she's very much like, when's he going to die? Can we have a, <laughs> we have a deadline on this? Yeah. I'm a busy lady. Well, they said um, that their mother and father had such a drawn out death yeah. that her and Stu had made a deal that if they ever got into a position like this, they'd just pull the plug. Yeah. So she's literally looking for the plug to pull. Yeah, and she literally <laughs> says to the doctor, can you give me a date? Like, when yeah. is he going to die? Um, so they give her, they say three months, don't they? Yeah, I don't know if that's like, well... Roughly, if, if he hasn't woken up by three months, then we, yeah. we can pull the plug. You can give us permission to pull the plug, kind Yeah, because they're like, oh, he's, he's you know, he's, his brainwaves are good, he's, he's, he's all right, you yeah. know, but he might just never I wake mean, up. people are in comas for ten years, aren't they, sometimes? Like, years, yeah. And then they, oh, that's yeah. so weird, isn't it, to then just wake up. I know, I what sometimes wonder. What goes on wonder. in the body to make somebody just all of a sudden just wake up? And yeah. also, how do you cope with losing 10 years of your life like that? Yeah, it's, I know. It's so odd. It would be, wouldn't it? Everybody around you is 10 years older. Like, if you've yeah. got children... Yeah. I don't, I, think, I don't think I'll get my head around that. Just it's, think as well, 10 years worth of technology that you've missed yeah. out on, that you'd have to learn. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, yeah. no... Nope. But no, no, I'm, I'm just going to go live in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get myself rehabilitated. No, go back into a coma, bye. Just <laughs> <laughs> close my eyes and hope. You know, when you're trying to yeah. get back into a really good dream. How's my TikTok account doing? Oh, TikTok's no, no more. It's not yeah. TikTok anymore, it's something else. <laughs> oh God, just put me to sleep. <laughs> oh, pull the plug. Uh, um, we have, yeah, she went, so we, we've got our time limit of three months now, yes. haven't we? Um, now we cut back to the fantasy world yeah. now. Uh, Monkey Bone is performing in the bar. Stu's clearly oh, he's, sick and tired yeah, of him Yeah, he's really now. annoying, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, really annoying. We'll get more on that later. Yeah. Jesus, definitely will. Um, now, he captures him at one point and puts him in a bag, doesn't he? Just yeah. Like, just stop it, just shut up. And then we see... I think this is the scene where we see death, don't we? We see the Grim Reaper. Um, it's Do not. We? It's, is it not the Grim Reaper? Yeah, it's not death, but it's it's someone who works for death. Oh, okay. 
because one they, of Death's minions. Yeah, one of Death's minions. I don't yeah. know if they. I can't remember what they called it in the movie, but I don't think they called it a, a Grim Reaper. Okay. Because it comes along and picks a really, really old guy, doesn't it? Yeah. And gives him an exit sort of t- token. Yeah. And there's a great hubbub, and everybody kind of gets involved in this like ritual. Yeah. To this old guy, he goes along, he puts this exit token into the mouth of something goes into a machine, straps himself in, and then gets fired off into Abe Lincoln's mouth in the sky. Yeah. And that's him waking from his coma. Yeah. So, like... And that's what got me as well, thinking, is this place real? Is it Stu's imagination? It must be his imagination, surely. But then the the rest of the events of the film... I think it's actually just it's supposed to be a real place. Okay. So why is why is Monkey Bone there in the first place? No idea. No idea. I, that's that's what I don't get. Yeah, because Monkey Bone's not a real creature. He's yeah, he's an illustration. Yeah, he's a monkey illustrated. Which there yeah. is an explanation of how he came about, which I found hilarious. Um, the oh, girlfriend yeah. is talking to somebody, isn't she, and explaining yeah. how Monkey Bone came about, and she's like, "Oh, I just told you to." Oh, because we see a weird painting that he's done, like yes. a really surreal painting. And then someone's asking about, you know, that's a very different style to his painting. And she says, oh, I just told him to draw with his left hand one day. And that's what came out, monkey bone. Because he's like yeah. a real kind of, a bit like a pepper Piggy kind of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> illustration. Yeah. But it's not great. Yeah. That's how he came about, so he tried to draw with his non-dominant hand yeah because the painting with his right hand was a really sort of macabre yeah horrible looking but lifelike painting yeah whereas yeah the monkey bone drawing is very much a a crappy kind of drawing but yeah 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 Yeah. and um so I'm, i'm thinking this place is a real place and it's not a part of Stu's imagination so how is he so that's his soul that's there how is he well that yeah that's it yeah, I think it is literally his soul that's there. Okay, so his yeah. So, so did we then cut back to the hospital bed and the sisters in the black hat, sort of already in the morning? It's like three months. Yeah, it's been the three months beard. now. He's got a beard. Yeah, and his girlfriend is like, "Come on, you've got to wake up. Like this is yeah. it. We're gonna." And the doctors are saying that they're gonna pull the plug, aren't they? At nine a.m. the following morning. Yes. Yes. And they get to the point where they're just about to pull the plug, and then in this fantasy world. He gets... Well, he, he gets an invite to a party Yeah. by Hypnos, the god of sleep, yeah. who's played by Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. And when he's at this party, they all watch a nightmare, and it's Julie's nightmare about the plug being pulled... Oh, yes. ...on Stu. Yeah. And because we find out that they kind of feed on nightmares... Yes. Later, they need people's nightmares for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when when it's clear that it's laughter that, that is the better. Yeah. You know, why do they, they just never learn? They just never learn ever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they've got to do that. Yeah, so he's, he witnesses this nightmare and realises that it means that he's about to have the plug pulled yeah. on him. But I can't remember how he gets out, can you? Yeah. So. Okay. They decide that they need, he needs to, Stu needs to get one of these exit tokens. Yeah. And him and Monkey Bone decide to hijack 
and get on, jump onto the back of one of these, I'm going to call them Grim Reapers just for the sake yep. of ease. Jump onto the back of one of these Grim Reapers, break into their, their place, yep. steal an exit key and use it to get out. Okay. All before the plug is pulled on them and that's, that's the end of it for them. So they go, they break in. Well, this is where we find out that Whoopi Goldberg is death. Yep. Um, there's all sorts of shenanigans. They break in, they steal the exit key. Um, however, they're getting very close to it. And to, they get the exit key. Nothing really specific happens that's worth, that's worth talking about. Mm -hmm. Some stuff might come up in the discuss in our yeah. discussions about the, the topics. But they're getting very close to the exit or the machine they need to put it in. And Monkey Bone um, betrays Stu at that point steals the exit key um i don't know what he does i don't know if he, he i don't he doesn't knock stew out or anything but he just i think he just runs away okay. he plugs in the exit key gets into the machine and gets fired off into the abe lincoln's mouth stew can't get there to stop him so monkey bone oh, so now we go back into the real world they're yep. just about to pull the plug out he just sits bolt upright doesn't he so yep. they go to pull the plug out and it's monkey bone and, but in... monkey bone's in his body yeah but nobody obviously knows that yeah they all just think oh it's Stu the sister faints we never see her again yeah she does doesn't she <laughs> yeah um, but yeah and then, yeah Julie takes him home mm -hmm. Julie Julia Julie Julie yeah. Julia I can't quite remember Julie yeah, so Julie, Julie takes him home, but he's. This is the bit that's really quite irritating. So oh, he's acting yeah. like the monkey. Yeah. So he's just really annoying. <laughs> oh, it's so awful as well, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I like Brendan Fraser. I think he's a very funny man. I could watch George of the Jungle over yeah. and over again. It's a great film. Um, even, you know, films like California Man, although I think it's called California Man here, isn't it? But I think it's called Encino Man in America. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's got a different name. Oh, okay. I'm sure it has. Yeah, but, you know, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Um, I could watch those films Yeah. back in the day. I don't think yeah. I could watch California Man again now. But that was just him being goofy and daft. Yeah. And then I, I actually said, this is, this is after The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Yes, it is. This is after those films. Yeah. And it's like... I can't see him going backwards. No, into this that is the goofy. thing. So Brendan Fraser at this point has done the Mummy and Mummy Returns. Whoopi mm -hmm. Goldberg has done Ghost. Yeah. And it's like those are pretty big movies yeah. at the time, weren't they? I mean, yeah, well, they are. I, I don't know how well they did, but Bridget they, Fonda was well big known. Yeah. then as well. So this movie has quite an impressive cast. They've all done some pretty big movies. Yeah. So this, I guess, I guess they take a punt with a lot of movies. Like they don't know how they're going to work out. You know, you get something like Beetlejuice that just lands, does really well, everyone gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kooky and weird, isn't it? But, you know, it's it's got kind of a... Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know. It's yeah. Just that sort of, that work, this is trying to be that sort of style of film. Yes. But it doesn't, it doesn't come off as well as Beetlejuice. And also, I think Beetlejuice had more of a solid storyline. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is a bit wishy-washy in that... It's a bit like, you know, he's, had a, he's in a coma, he's got to get out of the coma, the monkey gets into his body by mistake, and then he has to get back out into his own body, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, 
you switch between the two different worlds. So you don't really ever know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. really know what's going on in this fantasy world, do you? Because, or if it's not, I don't know if it's a fantasy world or not, but in the alternative world, you don't know what's going on really. Yeah. You've just got kind of all these weird creatures and none of it makes any sense. Yeah, you just have to assume that this, so is, this is the life there and that's there it. There isn't yeah. like loads of storyline there, is there? It's kind of, mm-hmm. goes into a coma, needs to get out of the coma. Other than that, there's not really a lot else going on. So, yeah. And when there are bits going on, you don't really know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. So, yeah, so it's just, I guess, when actors take a movie like this, mm. on paper, something like Beetlejuice probably does, looks weird. It's probably like, what, what yeah, is this? Yeah, that's true. That's a good but point. But actually, the way it's produced, it works. Yeah. And, you know, you've got some good actors in there and stuff like that. That all helps. But I guess... Yeah, some of these movies that actors take on, it's like, yeah, this is going to be hit or miss, and we don't know which one it's going to be until it's produced. And I guess there's a lot of movies like that. That's a good point, actually. Because when you think about yeah. some movies that you watch and you think, wow, that was amazing, but it's totally off the wall, like, yeah, unlike anything you've seen. Mm-hmm. And then other movies try it, and it just doesn't. Something's not quite right. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't catch. Yeah. They're trying to go for the same, and it just falls short. Yeah, there's some great elements in this. Like yes. I say, like the roller coaster down to where it's kind of in nothing, and then he lands in this city. That was really good. I thought that was really well done. We had some great special effects in there, didn't we? Yeah. And do you know what I just found out as well? The yeah. director of this movie. Yeah. Directed Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Directed the James and Giant Peach movie. Yeah. And um, Coraline as well. Oh, okay. And I actually honestly thought that they were all Tim Button films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apart from James the Giant Peach, so I knew that wasn't Tim Button. going for that style, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I can, I can get, I can see now where all of that is coming from. Yeah. But it, this one just doesn't... It's wait. Yeah, it's just not there, quite it? there. Yeah. It could have been so much more. Could have yeah. been so much more. Um yeah, it's a shame. Um now, the reason Monkey Bone has done this, and there is a reason, it's yeah. not just that he wants freedom. Uh Monkey Bone's got a deal with Hypnos to create more nightmares on Earth. Oh yeah. Because they feed on nightmares, yeah. so they want more nightmares. Um, Stu is locked up in a prison. Yeah. With a lot of other people who have tried to escape, apparently. So you've got... I know this, this is where it just gets a bit weird. Stephen King's in there. Yeah. Even though Stephen King is here. But are they implying that someone else took over Stephen King? You had Lizzie Borden. You yeah. had Edgar Allan Poe. Um, all sorts of people locked up yeah. with a Jack the Ripper. For oh, some yeah. reason, Weirdly, you know, yeah. you know, people that I suppose are there to give people nightmares, you I know. I guess so, yeah. But well, that world just didn't make sense anyway. Did yeah, it, so. yeah, it didn't. Um, Miss Kitty comes to see Stu, and she's like, "I knew about the plan, but I couldn't tell you." Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, and she looks quite sad that she's obviously because I think she actually really fancies Stu in she fact does, actually. Yeah, she does yeah she really likes him yeah um, or to have someone look at me the way Miss Kitty looks at oh, Stu oh I know, you know? don't oh <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a dog so I do have you do have someone that someone looks at you looks like, at that. like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, normally when I've got food it's food what <laughs> um, I'll look at you like that when you've got the slushy machine oh yeah right. oh yeah okay. so there is going to be a slushy machine at um 
I see bad movies headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> this, so, this is the headquarters. This is. So this if is you hear us slurping away, <laughs> just mind your business because yeah. if there's a slushy machine in the house, we're having slushies. That's it. Oh, imagine how much more fun would Monkey Born have been if we were sitting there slopping away on a slushie? We probably wouldn't pay much attention to the film, would we? We'd just be like, oh. another slushie? <laughs> I'll have another five, please. We could make alcoholic slushies. <gasps> I think I've just invented my favourite drink. <laughs> <laughs> Slushy cocktails. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a definite. That's happening. Is it okay to put... Al- I'll just have to add the alcohol afterwards. I can't put the alcohol in the slushy maker because the kids yeah, might yeah. be getting a bit... <laughs> Woo! <Just> some, some <laughs> leftover alcohol in here. <laughs> Mom, can I have another one of those? That was amazing. <laughs> kids are sleeping really well tonight. <laughs> well, that's not a bad plan, actually. They're really grumpy in the morning, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throwing up all the time, headaches. Yeah, no, we, we definitely have uh, a few slushies when the slushy machine oh. up and running. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that, oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> you never, not, never grow out of slushies. I, I will just add that like, we're not being like, uh-huh-huh. now we're big famous podcasters, but they're going to have slushy machines. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 for, it's for a birthday present. It's for a birthday present for my daughter. So, but I will be using the slushy machine whenever I like as well. Oh, yeah. But if you could sign up to the Patreon... That will keep us in slushy syrup. Because <laughs> that's expensive. I and, think it's like 15 quid um, for four flavours. And rum to put in it. Yeah. Well, they've got oh, loads of rum, tequila. actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So we're all right for rum, what? yeah. Why is my tea just normal tea there? <laughs> well, because you've got to drive home. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll sleep in the car, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, be fine. I've done it before. <laughs> Anyway, I um, forgot where we were. Yeah, um, Miss Kitty... Um, oh, yes. is apologetic to Stu because he's now trapped there. Um, she's chased out of the prison by a mouse oh, yes. in uniform. Yeah, there's a little mouse guard, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. A little mouse guard, sorry, that, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I um, don't know why, made me think of mouth guard, but mouse guard, both guards, got nothing to do with no. it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. But yeah, he did work there, didn't he? Yes, he worked there. Um, now, oh, that's one thing that we forgot. The night before um, the plug was pulled, it was Julie's nightmare about the plug being pulled that that drove Stu to want to really get out, of course. But also, that same night, Julie is a doctor, a doctor of sleep, I think, or sleep issues or of the brain. I'm not quite sure what she's a doctor of. But she knows that same night, she's talking to her friends and she notices that Stu's brain activity is the same as when he's having nightmares. Oh, she has the chart. Yeah, she's got got this chart. So she's developed something that will cause nightmares in people. Yes, because she thinks she can scare him awake. Yes, so she, she, the night before, gives him an absolute dose of this. In his neck, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit grim. She just I sticks mean, this needle in his neck. I don't know about anyone else here, right? I've but never if, heard of people have injections in the neck. If someone's had a coma, right, or even if they're just in hospital, yeah. right, they've usually got a cannula in. Yeah, but you can inject stuff in there. And you can there. inject stuff in there, directly into the bloodstream. And she just like straight into the neck. Yeah. I've I mean, never, what the hell? I've never heard of somebody injecting in the neck. I don't think there's anything that's like, look, we need to get it to his brain quickly, so let's just inject him in the neck. No. 
because your blood gets pumped around your body so quickly, it's going to get to your brain really quickly. Yeah. It doesn't need. It doesn't need. Yeah, to if something's in your well. bloodstream. Then it's, it's in your bloodstream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this with movies. They, they just do the weird just things. Do random things like that. Like yeah. why would you? Why the neck of all places? Just, it just seems so odd to me. It's just madness, isn't it? Although it's not as odd as. I don't know if I think I've told you about my nan having the eyeball injection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I couldn't believe it when she said, no, they actually inject my eyeball. I'm going to have to put a trigger like, warning on the beginning of this sorry. episode because we're talking about <laughs> yeah. injecting an eyeball. Ugh. Yeah, I can't talk about that in front of my daughter because she's really oh, squeamish yeah. about eyeballs. But, yeah, it was quite a shock. You put me right off my slushy. There's only other eyeballs floating in it. <laughs> but what if it's Halloween? You put an eyeball in it. I might do, yeah. Just for a laugh. <laughs> Just to scare Ooh. you. <laughs> no, I'm really worried. Um, yeah, so yeah, she yeah she injects it into the actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I completely forgot about that because what it does is it also points out to this hypnosphere that she's got this drug she's that this, causes yeah. nightmares. Yep. And they feed and they on nightmares that, yeah. and they want it. So blah blah blah. So it's all been a great big ruse, really, nothing to do with Stu, but it's all been a great big ruse to get their hands on her. Nightmare juice. Yeah. Um, now, at this time, Monkey Bone is in the real world, in Stu's body. Yeah. Doesn't know quite how to behave as a human. Oh, and we there's have... a very strange love scene. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that, though, won't we? We'll talk about the yeah, love scene think, scenes. Yeah, I think that scene will come up. There's I'm a very sure. interesting love scene. He's just acting like a complete idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Because, obviously, he's a monkey, isn't he? Not a person. Mm-hmm. The dog um, hates him. Yeah. As opposed to, he normally loves Stu, but and Julie must be thinking, you're not the same since you've been in this coma. Yeah, there's things, things a bit weird um, about you. And then at what point do they start, because they, they start injecting the monkey bone toys, don't they? So they yeah. So he, monkey bone in Stu's body, um, goes to Julie's lab or yes. office, wherever, and get and steals this nightmare yeah. juice. Okay. Which is looks exactly like if you've seen the Minions films. Looks exactly like the purple stuff that oh, they yeah. inject the Minions with and they turn all crazy, don't they? They, yeah. they go purple. And they get the purple get ones in the um, is that number two. I think it's I don't know if it's two or three. Which one oh, is it where they turn I can't remember. And they're like shooting them with the gun, aren't they, and stuff. Oh no, they yeah. shoot them with the antidote yeah, out of the yeah. gun. Change them back. But yeah, it looks like that. It's like a cylinder of Purple. Yeah. Goop. Goop. <laughs> oh, oh God, we can't call it goop because oh, no, cause of, Gwyneth will yeah, um, no, say. No, no. Sorry, gloop. Gloop. Yes. Totally <laughs> generic brand. Word. Generic brand gloop. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's got this, um, but also at the same time, he's really going crazy on the old. Um, merchandising as well because yes. Monkey Bone the first thing like Monkey Bone says when he gets home is he expected like a, a much bigger house because oh yeah yeah like, what are the little royalties from Monkey Bone etc etc yeah. because Stu's not bothered with merchandising no um, none of that's ever happened so Monkey Bone decides well he's just going to sell his soul for yeah. any old bug uh, and some of the products that come through are just like what so the hell so there's those toy monkeys with yeah. their thumbs up their arse yeah and then you release the farm, it like lets out gas. Yeah, it just like throws out a gas out the bum. Yeah, pretty grim. So that's what Monkey Bone decides is now he's going to put yeah. whatever the mixture is that pushes the gas out, he's going to mix it with the nightmare juice. Yeah. So it 
gets on people, causing them nightmares, nightmares yeah. feeding hypnosis, etc., etc. But hold on, would it work like that? Because she injected him with it, and people are just breathing this in, are they? Does it have the same yeah, effect? Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, whatever he does, he, he weaponises it by turning it into an airborne thing now. And yeah. you can breathe it in, and yeah. Because it happens to his agent later. It kills you instantly within five minutes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, if you're not aware of that quote, that's a quote from Neil Breen's Double Down with his anthrax. Yeah, that it's, he puts uh, into the... Does he put it into the lake? Yeah, he puts it into a lake, kills then, the fishies, and then he's got anthrax. Oh, to test it out. And, and he puts it on someone. It kills you instantly, but this person takes minutes yeah. to die. It, it's in, yeah, and literally, you're quite right, the quote was, this anthrax kills instantly. He'll be dead within five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's not instant, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, that's not instant. I mean, I can understand if you mean... Instant is like dead. Oh, I can't yeah. flip my fingers. I can't flip my fingers. It's because you've got the... the... There, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> you can't click your fingers because you've got the material of your jumper in that the way. That wasn't on my finger. That was down there. Yeah, but the sound, <laughs> the sound is your finger hitting your... That's what the sound is. Yeah. I always thought the click was the... Sorry, oh, you're now right, you're just yeah. getting a lot of clicks. Let's just click, click, oh, click, That'd be really annoying if you had earphones in. Sorry, cut that bit all out. <laughs> you won't. I, I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh, poor listener's ears. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, yeah. It's I, not instant anyway. But I can understand if he meant not instant death, but like guaranteed really death. Yes. Or you there's could just no, say... There's no way you're going to not die. Kills you very quickly. Yeah. Not instantly. Yeah. Almost instant death. Within yeah. five minutes. I'll accept that. Yeah. But yeah, no. See, Neil Breen movies, we still have to talk about those. Do we have to? Let me yeah, just watch them all again. What we're, no, but we're, what we're going to do, though, is we're not going to do a season on Neil Breen. I oh, think okay. we need to do Neil Breen and, and, and slot them in. Record oh, them. Like extra And episodes. slot them in as extra episodes in between yeah. specials, in between seasons or something. Okay. We'll be here for years. Yeah. But then we'll probably have seen the sixth movie. Oh. Can't wait. Is that the documentary one or is that? Oh, no, no it's an there's movie. an actual sick movie that's coming. I'm, I can't do the documentary. I cannot commit to that. I know. I've still not watched it How myself. How long is it? Five hours? Five and a half hours. Like no, that. I can't do that. I've, I've not even watched it myself. I can't bring myself to watch it. Uh, the only time you could watch that is yeah. that horrible week between Christmas and New Year when no one knows what day it is, what's <laughs> going on. If you had a day then, you could possibly do it. And you're just surrounded by sweets yeah, and you've chocolate. Got, you've got loads yeah. of food and booze. You can just. Uh, I'm going to ask for a slushy machine for just... Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And I just, uh, I'll just, I'll try and make a tub of the one slushy. Yeah. <laughs> you maverick. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to taste great, but yeah. yeah. But I bet you could do awesome milkshakes in that slushy machine because it just crushes up the ice basically, so you could pour anything in there. I bet Apparently not tub of the one though. No, but if you were making a milkshake, not a slush, don't have it with the slushy syrup. That'd be gross. But yeah, Ooh. we'll experiment. Yeah, we'll experiment. Yeah, yeah. Loads of be like, why do my slushes taste like milk? <laughs> um. <laughs> and vodka. <laughs> why is David passed out on the floor, Mum? <laughs> David's been here for three days. When's he going to wake up? Is that, is that an intravenous drip of slushy into his veins? <laughs> oh, dear. Um... So a monkey bone. <laughs> yeah, so he's injected the toys yeah. with this yeah. purple stuff. And he's going to put the toys... He's going to give the toys away at some big event. 
Yes. And somehow, Stu finds out about this. And How does he find out about that when he's in this other world? I can't remember. There's something that, rem- there's something that gets through to him. I don't know if it's like, oh, I think it might be Hypnos telling him about it. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like the classic thing that the villain does, tells you about your yeah the, your, the plan. Um, but with Miss Kitty's help, Stu he gets out, gets of, out of she, this prison. She basically attacks the mouse yeah. or the rat or whatever he is. Yeah. I, when I saw her, and she was, um, after, letting, after giving Stu a key and him getting out, um, she is just chowing down on this mouse, yeah. and like she's covered in blood, and she's like, "Just, just leave." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I thought, oh, "My God, why is she doing that?" And then I realised, "Oh, he's a mouse guard. He's a yeah. mouse. It's yeah, that's what she does. She's a cat, of course." Um, so Stu is like, right, he gets himself to Death's place, um, and he's going to steal another exit key, but. He decides to go there, but then the next thing we see, that's it. He's captured. Yeah. Instantly, it's just like, um, what sort of idiot? <laughs> and this is death talking. What sort of idiot just comes back to a place yeah. that you'd we'd already capped you, captured you once before, blah, blah blah blah. Anyway, but that's when he's like, I, I can't even remember what it is that he says. But he convinces Death to let him go and send him back to the real world. Yes. But, obviously, he can't go back to his own body because Monkey Bone... Is in his body, yeah. Is in his body. And she says, well, you're going to need a body. And she kicks him up the arse, which sends him flying into the sky, into Abe Lincoln's mouth, and into the body... Of a dead gymnast. Yes, there's a dead gymnast that they are taking organs out of. They are currently pulling the organs out of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's brilliant, that guy. It is brilliant. Played by Chris Catan, who's um, sat, I I believe, was Saturday Night Live, but I know him from the sitcom The Middle. um, With, um, oh, it's it's a very funny, uh, I I like it a lot as a family in in the, um, in Indiana. In America, and they're just a poor family. Yeah. Brick and oh, it's great. It's a very funny show. And um, but he, I, I recognise him from that. He's just like a very hapless. He plays hapless guys. Yeah. But what happens next, I think, is the best bit of the movie. Yeah. I I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I'm gonna gonna go into detail about it in my my yeah, yeah. the good scenes. But this gymnast escapes. Yeah. So he just wakes up. He's a dead body. Yeah. And then all of a sudden broken he wakes neck. up. Broken neck. Yeah, that's, he does that really well. Yeah. And then he wakes up and he sort of jumps off the table and the doctors are chasing him, aren't they? Because they're like, we need the organs. <laughs> but he literally, oh, he literally gets gaffer tape and just takes yeah. himself up. And takes himself up. He puts a, he put, he's got a bit of wood down his back and he, yeah. he, he, he tapes his head to it so he doesn't, but he does, it's a fantastic piece of physical comedy. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The way really he's well. running with his, his neck kind of off. And and how he's running off to the side with it, yeah, and bumping into things, fantastic. Um, but he ultimately gets to the event. Yeah. He foils Monkey Bone's plan. Yeah. Convinces Julie that he's Stu in yes. this body. Yeah. And then we have um, a really 
played out moment where there's a giant inflatable monkey bone, the one that caused the accident in the first place, yep. that monkey bone in Stu's body climbs onto, Stu in the gymnast body climbs onto on a yep. rope, and we have this kind of back and forth of them trying to knock each other off and yeah. stop each other. Um, and then a policeman is like, of course, an American policeman, gun, gun trigger happy, yeah, yeah. decides, oh, I'm going to shoot them down. And he shoots a hole in the bum of mm, the monkey, of course, sends him flying and they smash into the floor and they both die. They must Oh, kind of. They must die, and then I don't know if it's coma. I mean, the the the, the gymnast is like, yeah, okay. He Stew's out of his body because Stew and Monkey Bone both go crash landing back to downtown. Yeah. And death. That's where death uses that yeah. big. Yeah, guy. death. Yeah, so the seat that they sit on to be rocketed into into Abe Lincoln's mouth is suddenly gets up out of the water. And it's, it's like a big creature, a isn't big, it? Like a giant, giant robotic, yeah, monstery thing. Anyway, Stu's on there. So Stu's in one hand and the monkey's in the other hand. Yeah. And then she just literally, just literally claps his hands together. Yep. And that pushes monkey bone back into his brain. Yes. And then Stu can get back into his body. Yeah. And she's like, we all need a little bit of monkey bone in us. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a bit. Of, I mean. I'd, I mean, the whole movie, I think, was leading up to just that one joke about yeah. having a monkey bone inside you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. It was of. a bit schoolboy humour in yeah, some places, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah combines the two together. Stu, kind of, the, the, the bug up Stu's ass kind of dies a little bit. Yeah. Because he's a bit more relaxed. Yeah. But then I think, I think um, monkey bone is basically the persona of, all of Stu's childhood trauma of being bullied as a child, to be honest. Yeah. So that's why he hates people. Um, and then Death says, well, I'm going to send you back. Bing. Sends Stu back. Yeah. Gets into his body. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, wasn't it? It was, it was okay. I mean, there was good parts to it. Yeah. But it just didn't quite do it for me. It was like... Yeah. It, it was close to being a good movie. Which I guess is not what we want on this podcast, but so it was bad. Yeah. But it had ele- had great elements in it. Yes. And it had potential to be a really good niche yeah, film, but it just didn't quite get there. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it wasn't the worst we've watched. It wasn't a struggle to get through. No, that's right. Um, and was I it about an hour and a half ish? It's about an hour and forty. Yeah, about an hour and forty. So it didn't it didn't feel like it dragged either. You know, at no point did I think, oh, I'm really bored I wouldn't bored with watch this. it again. I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't, no. And I wouldn't say to people, oh, go out and watch it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think yeah, it's particularly a cult classic either. No. I don't think it's the sort of thing that was like, oh, this movie was really underappreciated at its time. Yeah, and it wasn't kind of, for me, it wasn't quirky enough to be like a real niche, like you've got a real yeah. following, but it's a very niche audience. Yeah. It was, I don't know, I think it got stuck somewhere in between. Like, I don't know. I, I keep coming back to Beetlejuice, but I think Beetlejuice just got it right. It was, I mean, how many people do you know of our generation that don't like Beetlejuice like, and wouldn't sit and watch it if it was on? Yes, that's it's, right. It just worked for a wide audience, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's a very strange film. Yeah. 
but it's funny and yeah i think they got the humor right and it, i mean if you look back at it now special effects weren't great because it was an old film but yeah it, but i don't know but all of but it all kind of just worked yeah whereas this one it's it's not enough to rely on some good bits to get you all the way through right. it you've got to have you've got to have the whole package of it yeah. You know, like Beetlejuice had the great supporting cast. Yeah. All working really hard in it. Yeah. You know. This one and it's got it's line. got some it's got good supporting cast, but it doesn't give them the material to work with. Yeah. That something like Beetlejuice had. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's lots of little things just missing from it. Yeah. You know? And I, I thought some of the supporting cast was absolutely fantastic in it. I really did. Um I I was really impressed by a lot of them, but it, it all, all what's the saying? The, the sum, it was the sum of its parts. It, you yeah, know what I mean? I know what you mean. It was yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about supporting cast as well? Yeah, we can talk about supporting cast first. That was one of our yeah yeah categories, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so we're talking about good stuff. Yes, yeah, we are. We are. Um, I absolutely love Dave Foley, who was his agent help. Because there's, there's an old um, Canadian comedy show called Kids in the Hall. Oh, I used to watch yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that, he's in that. I was here. Yeah, that. He, yeah. I haven't watched that for years, but that did used to I really make me loved, laugh. I loved. I loved it. And crushing your head. Yes. And pinching your face. Pinching your face. Me and my sister still quote when there was one uh, sketch on there where this. I think it was like a teenage boy. He was like, "I'm going to move out, mom," and she was like, "You're not going to move out. You're not going to move out." And he was like, "I'm going to move out." And he got a globe. And he just spun the globe and he just pointed at where he was going to live. And he, he landed in the ocean. <laughs> and it, she and the mum went, you're going to live in the ocean? You don't know anyone in the ocean. <laughs> and we still quote that because we're like, it just made us laugh so much. Because it's just, <laughs> it was that sort of humour and it was great. Yeah, I it is it. an excellent show. I yeah. would stay up I late to watch it. Year. I wonder if that's on YouTube. Because I, I totally forgot about that until you just said that. I was, I, I, um, I, I remember once I, I put on, my, my brother had the album by the band that did the theme tune oh, to okay. it. yeah. And, um, I, and I finally had it and I put it on one day and I was just playing that song over and over, the theme yeah. tune over and over again. And when I turned it off, I could hear my neighbours just laughing. <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yeah, Dave Foley is in that. Oh, okay. And he was, he was the hell, hell of the agent. Yes. And he's fantastic. He's hilariously, he's perfect as the agent. Yeah. He's got that real, like, smarmy kind of yeah, yeah. thing what going on. Agent to be yeah, like. yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's really, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's so kind of supportive of Stu, yeah. but with the ulterior motive to get him to sign up to, you know, selling monkey bone meat burgers, yeah. you know. Um, so there's all that going on. Absolutely fantastic. Um, you had in there as well Chris Catan, the fellow that did the gymnast. He he was my good oh, supporting cast. He was brilliant. Brilliant. But also he was Whoopi Goldberg again supporting cast, although um, kind of wasted in her role. Yeah. Well, I, I put think. Whoopi Goldberg down for good supporting cast and just put it's Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. It's you Whoopi can't Goldberg, really not add her in there. but she didn't do much with she her role. She wasn't in it a lot, though. Yeah. No, um, but the that, gymnast. The guy, gymnast fella was, was also playing Death's sidekick. Yeah, 
as well. So he had two rules in it. Yeah, he was really good. And yeah. we'll obviously talk about his scene because... Yeah, he, 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 was, he was absolutely fantastic. So yeah, that's, I had the gymnast and Whoopi Goldberg as supporting cast. Yeah. Well, wait, I'm sure he was. Was he not? I don't know. Death, Goldberg Death. Yeah, I'm sure he also played Death's sidekick. Anyway, anyway. It certainly looked like him. Certainly looked like him. Uh, yeah, so those two, I think, were absolutely fantastic um, in terms of supporting cast. Yeah. They were brilliant. Dave Foley, Chris Kattan. Um, and I think um, Alice, no, Rose, um, Rose McGowan. No, what's her name? Yeah, Rose McGowan yeah. as Miss Kitty. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if she was very, I, I don't think she was particularly famous at that time, was she? No. Because I think, did she get more famous? In, oh, I can't remember, but I remember Rose McGowan from the, um, is it not Death Proof? You know when um, Quentin Tarantino did those ground, the Grindhouse movies? Oh, he yeah. did, she was in one of those, the one that Robert Rodriguez directed, sorry, Planet Terror. Oh, okay. And she played a woman that had like a machine gun for a leg. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that's I, that's what I that, and I think that's way after Monkey Bone. So I don't know how famous she was. I don't know what else she was in before that. So I don't know if I would say, but I think she was kind of way, like she was exactly what you needed for Miss Kitty because Miss Kitty was just eye candy for Stu. Yeah. And Monkey Bone. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. But not particularly like amazing supporting cast. Yeah. Um so who did you have just um Chris Catan down? Yeah, I had the gymnast, gymnast and Whoopi Goldberg just because it's Whoopi Goldberg, but she didn't, like you say, she didn't do a lot. She wasn't in it loads. Yeah. Do you know what I don't have anything for? Well, I suppose supporting cast and casting it's kind of going to go hand in hand, isn't it? Because really. I think, I think the, um, Dave Foley was perfectly cast as the agent, like I said. Yeah. So I think, I think that the supporting cast has kind of covered the casting element. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Location. What have you got for location? So location, I did like the um, the roller coaster and like the yeah. Sort of, I, don't, I keep calling it fantasy world. I don't know if it was a fantasy world, but the the world where he goes into when he's in the coma. Yeah. I thought that was done really well. Like when he first went into the coma, I just thought, oh, this is quite nice the way they've done it. Like when it's just a roller coaster and there's nothing around it, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of felt quite eerie and yeah, like. You know, if you if you found yourself in that situation, you'd be like, "Oh, this is a bit scary." Like I'm just on a roller coaster with nothing around, and then you just land in this weird town where there's just all these. So I thought that was quite well done, actually. Yeah, and the first thing he says as soon as he gets off the roller coaster is, "Am I dead? Yeah. <laughs> is that it?" Because yeah, yeah it, it it's a disorientating thing. But yeah, I agree because I think that was a especially the way that they did it, because he was in the ambulance, and when he said he was in a coma, he started to sink down into the bed. And I, I was like, I wish we had the special effects as well for this oh, film. I've got, I have actually made a note so of special much. effects because it was really good. Yeah. So many wonderful so little we're, tricks we're that they did. we'll talk about that, shall we? Because that yeah, was... I think so. I think it's worth a mention. So there's a bit where he's... So in his... Is it in the world or is it he's dreaming it? I don't know. But he's proposing to his girlfriend. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden he's on a hospital bed, but he's upright, isn't he? The hospital mm-hmm. bed's like upright. And they cut a pipe 
or a tube that's yeah, this is his. To him. This is actually Julie's nightmare. Oh, it's Julie's nightmare. This is oh, Julie's okay. nightmare. Stu is yeah, watching so... it when he's in Hypnosis house. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so she dreams that he proposes to her, and then all of a sudden he's on the hospital bed, but it's upright, and then mm -hmm. somebody cuts a tube that's connected to him. Oh yeah. And then he kind of deflates, but it looks like his face is melting, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's quite funny, but it's so well done. It's. I cannot tell the listeners how good it looks. Yeah, the special effect is amazing. Yeah. And then he kind of... So it looks like he's melting, and then he kind of just drops to the floor. Yeah. And then someone tries to sort of lift his head up, but it's all floppy. It's a bit like a Dali painting, isn't it? Yeah, it's yes, yeah, exactly. Floppy head, like the clocks that sort of yeah. flop over the edge of the like side. And it's like that, but it's, it's very well done. Yeah, it is. Imagine, imagine like... If you could take your skin off at the end of the day yeah. and just it's step like that, out of it? a suit and, you know, and it's just this... Yeah, it's just like a costume of Costume him. of yeah. him. So perfectly done. It's really and well done, that yeah. instant deflation thing that happened as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know exactly why you picked that. So um, that's the thing, the, the special effects. And there was other stuff, I think. I haven't made any other notes about yeah. special effects, but I remember thinking they've done it quite... I mean, when the creatures were talking and stuff that was quite good as well the like mouth they, moving yeah it, it definitely wasn't a costume it was mm -hmm. definitely computerised see but... what I'm thinking though is I'm thinking a lot of it was so the director having done Nightmare Before Christmas Coraline yeah. these are all stop motion animation yeah so I think what you're what we're seeing when they're talking it's isn't CGI it's, it's stop motion animation right. on the, yeah. these these faces yeah. as they're moving and it's so well done yeah uh, um, it really, it really so, yeah, is. Yeah, we did just have to give a shout out to special effects on this because yeah. although we didn't pick it as a category, this is this is a trouble when we pick categories at random. We don't know which movie yeah. is going to suit which categories, but this, yeah, we definitely have to give a shout out to the special effects. Hundred percent. Yeah, it, it was it was really wonderful. I'm not going to lie. Um, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So. Oh, uh, another thing that I would say about the special effects, one that I really liked, was Hypnos himself. Yeah. So Hypnos was like this tiny little sort of satire. Um, like, um, you know, I was trying to describe it. Um, you know Hercules, the movie? Yes. Where you have um, Dan DeVito's character play... Um, Dan DeVito's character, what's his character's name? I'm looking it up as I'm... Right now, um, Phil. <laughs> That's it. So he's like a sort of satyr like that. He's like yeah. a little sort of devilish thing. He's got the horns. He's got the goat's yes. legs. He's um, got really tiny little legs, hasn't he? <laughs> really tiny little legs. Yeah. So for a lot of it, he's kind of sitting on a bed. And you've got Giancarlo. Yeah, it's Giancarlo Esposito's head just kind of on the shoulders and kind of doing that but then there's a bit later where he's actually walking around yes as well and it's just it's just a fantastic piece of puppetry as well yeah. with these little legs moving and his head yeah they've done that really well, well. so so clever um yeah and, and i think the 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 body deflating was the best yeah. one but I really like the character model of um, yes. Hypnos. It was really clever, really clever. While we're talking about the size of things, with his little legs. Oh, yeah. Can we just mention the size of the ice cream tubs when <gasps> Julie and her friend yeah. is it? 
they're sitting there with they've got a tub of ice cream each. I think it might be like Hagen Dazs or something. Yeah, it was it was Hagen Dazs. Um, we I just had to remark that the tubs they had over here in the UK, yeah. we get tiny little tubs. Like you buy a tub for about four quid. We have and it's tiny. It's is it four quid? It's more now, isn't oh, it? It's about five, it's six, quid, five now. six quid now. But we, we have 500 milliliters. So for our American it? listeners, it's just less than a pint. Yeah, that's what just, just less than a pint, but is it? But these were like huge, weren't they? Oh, they, they were. I had one each and I was like, oh. okay, probably don't need that much. It's like a city, gallon. I would eat it if it was there because I do really like ice cream. But I, we, yeah. we were just like, everything's so small over here compared to America. Yeah. I remember the first time I had Hagen Dazs, actually. Yeah. Um, I went on a date with my girlfriend Jordana yeah. um, to go and see Independence Day in the wow. cinema. And it was at Lakeside Shopping Centre. Yeah. And um, her mum went, didn't go with us, um, but her mum and her brother went and had a, a, something to eat while we went yeah. to the cinema. And because <laughs> Lakeside is like the other side of the Thames to us, isn't it? It's over in Essex, for goodness yeah. sake. And yeah, I remember sitting down, I was like, I'm, I'm going to have ice cream in the cinema. What's this Hagen does? Oh, really? And I had no idea what to have. So I just went, I'll have pr- pralines and cream, whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, hooked on pralines ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember, oh, yeah. What was it? What was it that introduced Hagen does? to us it was movies wasn't it they were a movie thing I guess I don't know yeah I guess so because it used to just be like popcorn at the cinema and then all of a sudden it was every snack you can think of yeah it, it and yeah because when did Hagen does become a thing in the UK oh, I, I remember know. it was like the 2000s wasn't it or maybe no sorry it'd be early it'd be early, it'd be early 90s and it wasn't it um yeah, and yeah, of course, was yeah. There. You wouldn't have been on a date. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Um, in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've been on a few dates in my third. No, I've been on no dates in my thirties. Um, I nearly said I've been on a few dates in my thirties where I wish their mum was there, and and then yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that just that just really didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, wasn't there like a stupidly like sexy advert for Hagen Dazs? I can't remember was it that what did it? I don't remember how it got introduced into my life. I just. But yeah. Yeah, that, I just wanted to say that I don't think Americans appreciate the portion sizes they have compared to the UK. Oh yeah, I know. We don't I know. get, and it's like if you supersize at McDonald's in America. Yeah. I mean, it's enough to feed a family of four. We get. <laughs> Like a large fries over here is pretty small still, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you, you get a large fries and it's not that much more than a, a, a medium. Mm. You get a large drink and it's not that much more no, than a medium. It costs a lot more, but it's not. Cost, really yeah, it. yeah, it costs a lot more. Um, yeah. yeah, so we don't get we don't get the portion sizes over here. But I just it shocked me how big these ice cream tubs were. They were they were gargantuan. Yeah. And I want them. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to buy like four tubs to get the same amount over here, wouldn't we? Actually. I mean, but you could do that. Never mind. We could do well, that. There was something stopping you money because it cost you about <laughs> twenty quid. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll bring the hug and does. You provide I'll the slushies. The slushies. And we're good to go. And yeah, yeah. And we'll watch the Neil Breen documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Well, for five hours. Yeah, it'd have to yeah. be. Um, right. Um, what do we want to talk about? So we've got line and scene, haven't we? Yeah, line and scene left, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
What do you want? You, you pick. Which one do you want to go with first? Um, I've only got one good line, actually. I'm sure there were a couple. I think you might have a different one to me. Okay. Um, so when he's in the jail, um, he says to... Is it Miss Kitty? Is that yes. Her name? He says to Miss Kitty, the woman that I love is living with a horny little monkey that looks like me. And she just goes, lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite nice. I like that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Because he was, he, uh, yeah, because he was oblivious to it as well, yeah. and that just summed up Miss Kitty and Stu's relationship, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, She's like, very much yeah. unrequited love. Oh, bless her! Um, but she did get a, a snack, a little treat later. Yeah, in eating the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that you were on the good line? That was my. But I think you might have written down another one. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote down what it was. Now I've got two. Um, and I kind of said one of them earlier. So when when Stu decides to break out the second time and he breaks into Death's headquarters mm-hmm. and we instantly cut to him captured and he's on a rack to be stretched. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Death says that. Death says, What kind of fool sneaks in sneaks into the world of the dead twice? And our henchman says, and it's just it was the way he said it, one that likes a good stretching. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I forgot about that stretching machine. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was just there for a moment, you know. Yeah. But I always it, it did also remind me like there's got to be a point on one of those racks when you're stretched mm. that you're no 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 not I'm not going to go that's, grim. No, that's yeah, well, you're actually perfectly nice. just yeah. kind of relaxed. Oh, yeah. that's 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 actually quite nice. That's quite nice, and yeah. then very and then, quickly it's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get to the nice point and just left there. Yeah. Oh, that's like years of compression in my spine. Just, just take it off oh, for like twenty years younger. Oh, oh, I didn't even, oh, I didn't even know that muscle was tight. Yeah. Oh. And then crack. You dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was my arm out the socket. Oh, <laughs> it was literally just a one that likes a good stretching. <laughs> it, was, it didn't tickle me. There was another one later, which I actually put in scene, but it's not a scene. It was a line. Okay. And it was at the end again, where, because Death lets Stu go because he tells her how lovely Julie is and how much in love with her he is. And then later, for Death to let him go the second time when they come down after the monkey, falling off the monkey and that, before the end of the film, she says to him, Stu, I have to know. What was it like? Was she what? What was she like? Yeah. And he turns to death and he says, "She was lovely." And he says it in such a sweet way. Yeah. She was lovely. And then he just goes, "Of course, I was decomposing at the time." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the best line Brendan Fraser said in that whole yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. So yeah, we're down to scene now. We are. Go on. What was your favourite scene? Same scene I we? think we have. So it's the guy with the the guy with the broken neck who's getting the organs yeah. moved. So yep. yeah, so it just goes to them. He's down on the table. The doctors are getting the organs out. Uh, to it's be the donated. pancreas is the first one. They pull yeah. something out and they go, oh, there's the pancreas. Much take everything, aren't they? Yeah. But they take the pancreas, and then he is laying there, and he just all of a sudden gets up and he's alive again, yep. and. But he's broken his neck. So his he has to have his head sort of floppy the whole time. So as he's running out of the hospital and he's yeah. running home and he's got this like floppy neck and And he keeps but, yeah, he, he keeps, keeps putting his head up and cracking and Yeah, so he has yeah. to like lift his head up and 
play about with it, but it's he. It would be really difficult to act like mm. you've got a floppy neck, I think, because he makes it look so convincing. <laughs> yes. I think stuff like that, like, or like, yeah. you know when people, like, act drunk or... Um, there's a scene in Wolf of Wall Street where Leonardo DiCaprio is off his face on drugs. Yeah. Like, but they, so they take all of these drugs, but they're, they're really old drugs, and they take a load of them because they're, they're not working, they're not kicking in, so they take a load, and then an hour later or whatever, it all kicks in and he's just like, can't speak, can't walk, can't move. And he's in a clubhouse and he has to get home because they realise that the FBI are tapping into their phone lines or whatever. And he phones, he tries to phone his friend and say, don't use the phone for like talking to like people we're making deals with and stuff because they've tapped the phone line, but he can't speak. And then he has to like, come out of this clubhouse and go down several steps to get to his car <laughs> to get home. He's only like a mile away from his house. <laughs> yeah. He comes down these stairs and honestly, he plays it. So he's literally, it's like a muscle relaxer, I think, this drug. So he can't, he can barely move and he can barely talk. He plays it so well. It's amazing. Like how he did that, I don't know. He yeah, like yeah. kind of slivers down the steps. <laughs> he kind of slides into his car. Like it's all of it is brilliant. He does it really, really well. But I think it's so hard to act something like that. Yeah. See, I've not seen with the Wall Street. Oh, you need to watch this. Good All right. I'll bring the Hagen Daz. You'll provide the slushies. Yeah, it's like three hours long, but it's good. There's a lot going on, so it doesn't feel like three hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the guy... So he's got this floppy neck, that, mm -hmm. and it's really funny. Like, it's really funny the way he just gaffer tapes up his stomach because like, all his organs are going to yeah. come out. So he just tapes himself up. And then, yeah, later on, he gets like a splint for his head, doesn't he, and tapes his head... Yeah. To that so that he can keep his head upright and then he um oh i think that's in a stunt though and i won't talk about that because that's in a stunt oh okay so i want to just oh, you want to talk you want to make stunts yeah because of course there was a good stunt yeah but he i just thought he played it so convincingly oh yeah i just think you'd forget like you'd be like doing the scene and then you'd forget to flop your head every now and then or yeah. he just does it yeah you can't there's no point where you go oh he's forgotten to pretend he's got a floppy head or he just yeah. does it so well. And it, it does look like his head is kind of, his neck is kind of broken because it looks so floppy. I don't know how oh, he's... Yeah. Unless they have used like a special effect on it. I don't know. But I don't think they did. I like think like the it. way he had his head over, and maybe, you know, maybe they've like, I don't know, put something to make his shoulder look a different position so his neck is yeah, further over. I honestly couldn't say. But, it, but you're absolutely right. It is... An absolute masterclass in physical comedy. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's yeah. excellent. Um, You're completely convinced that he's next You broken. are. You are. Yeah. I will agree with you on that. So, yeah, that was my favourite scene just because it was funny mm -hmm. and I just thought brilliant acting. I can't even think of another scene that comes close to it in the film. No, I don't think there's... No. No, there isn't. No. Uh, I can certainly think of another physical scene that's just bad. Yeah, I bad. Think we've both got the same bad yeah, scene I think we've now. both got the bad scene, bad scene now. <laughs> yeah, you have to come over to the Patreon for that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I think there's that's the main thing. It's not a terrible film, but there'll be there'll be stuff to talk about on the bad yeah, on the yeah. flip side of this, of there's course. Terrible bits. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, all right. So why don't we talk about the um, the stunts? The stunts. Sorry. Yes, that's. There's only really for. one stunt that yeah. I put down, but there's the bit. Towards the end, where you mentioned it earlier, where they are at this event and they end up, so the gymnast mm -hmm. guy and um, Stu end up on the ropes of this big inflatable monkey. Yes. And, but the guy who's the gymnast 
he's at, by this point when he's hanging on the ropes, his organs are starting to fall out all over the people below. Yeah, they're <laughs> which going is quite everywhere. funny as well. So you just get like a lung just donk land on the ground, <laughs> and then like people are like. There's a liver that lands. The liver oh, lands on a barbecue. Liver, yeah, so someone's having a barbecue and they're dishing out these burgers to people, and then this liver just lands on the bun, doesn't it? I oh, know. Lands on the, on the barbecue. The guy the picks it off the barbecue, puts it, puts it, it on a bun. It in a bun. Yeah. And so someone's got a liver burger. Um, so it's just, it was just funny, and also it was, yeah, it, it's classed as a stunt really rather than seeing yeah, like so. dangling from this inflatable monkey. But it's just the way his organs are just sort of all just falling onto the ground, and people are just like oblivious to it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what is it? Is it one of the lungs lands on the floor and goes in, and like, those, the surgeons are chasing after them, yes. aren't they? And yeah, the, yeah. The, the surgeon's like, oh, they take, oh no. I think it's fine. They take the liver. Oh, they take the liver off the back bun. Off the yes. bun and put it back in the fridge. And they check it, don't they? Like yeah, that, that they that'll say, be fine. What do they say? They said something that they put it back in the cooler box, like a like a chill box. Yeah, yeah. And no, I don't think they did say anything. I think I said too. Oh, that'd be fine. Just put it <laughs> on the ice. It'll be fine. It's just been cooked on a barbecue. <laughs> We've had to put that in someone else's body. Never mind the infections they'll get because that's just falling from the sky onto a barbecue. <laughs> just give a wee wash. It'll be fine. Well, we wash. It'll be fine. So yeah, they do. They do put that back out of the burger bun, don't they? Yeah. It's two second rule. Yeah. Two second rule. Be fine. It'll be all right. <laughs> um. All right. So, do we want to rate this movie at five now? Hmm, this is a tough one because it's not it's not a good bad movie because it's I, I don't think it's culty enough or it's trying to be a good movie but it isn't a good movie. It's not bad enough that it's some see some movies that we watch are so terrible they're great. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of those. And some of them we watch are so terrible they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, but this one for me wasn't a. Oh, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. It had great elements in it. Yeah. I don't know whether I'd. Yeah, I guess it was a bad movie, but it's not one of the worst we've watched, definitely. Yeah. I think it was. I think it had potential, but it wasn't necessarily the best execution of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what would have made it. I think. Of, I think I'm just going to go completely just down the middle of the road and say I'm giving it two and a half stars. And 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 not because... And, and because it is just that. It is just... It's neither great. It's neither awful. Terrible. Yeah. It's just a mid-ling film. It's just mid. Yeah. I'm being down with the youth. I was going to go mid. two out of five just because I think it... I did like the special effects. Mm-hmm. They were great. Yeah. I did like some of the... Like that's scenery the scenery and stuff like you know, like the location of the and some of that stuff world. really lifts it. Yeah, and it had comedy. It did have some comedy in mm. there. I mean, the gymnast alone gets a point, I think, yeah. just for his scene. Um, so yeah, it had redeeming qualities. I don't think it's something that I would rush out to watch again anytime. Yeah. And I don't think I would recommend other people to watch it. <clears throat> I mean, maybe just look up that gymnast thing on YouTube because... Oh, it's got to be, great. if it isn't. Just to see how many does the broken neck. It should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't watch the entire movie no. for that. No, so I wouldn't. yeah, I think two out of five. Yeah. It's just a disappointing film. It's yeah. just just disappointing. Like, it's almost just good. I think, it, yeah, I think it had potential to be great. Yeah. But just didn't get there. Sorry, I had to cough, and I could have just pushed the mute button on my mic, but I didn't. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, that was a very mid, just <laughs> very middling thing of me there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not terrible. I'm glad not... I've eventually watched it. Yeah. You know, and thank thank you to Ed for lending us the DVD so we could watch it. Um, and now I can talk to him about it because I know it's, he's been itching yeah. to. And it's always interesting seeing some of these bigger actors, some of the movies they've done previously, because, like we said earlier, by this point he'd done Mummy yeah. and Mummy Returns, which were big movies. And he was hot property. He's hot property again now, isn't he? Yeah. Because, like, The Whale and things like that. But he's sort of having a comeback now. And, and, and absolutely fair as well. Yeah. You know, it's so good to see him back. I've not seen The Whale. I watched it the other day, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting to see some actors, how diverse their portfolio is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in terms of, you know, you've done some great stuff, and then you've done stuff like Monkey Bone, which is like, <laughs> mm, okay, that's weird. Um, Do you know what film I loved of Brendan Fraser years and years ago? Airheads. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Do you remember? I, and just yeah, yeah. such a funny film. Steve Buscemi yeah. as well. And you've obviously got Jaws of the Jungle, which my kids love. Just are. great, yeah. Um, yeah, so you've got, like, he's done stuff before that's been, like, mm. you know, silly, fun. Yeah. Um, so it's not completely out of character for him to do a movie like this. It's just, I don't think this one quite landed. It like just doesn't, does it? just doesn't. Shame. Um, but yeah, but it, like I say, it's interesting to see an actor's career and kind of go, oh... You did that, and you did that. Like that doesn't yeah. seem like the same and career. <laughs> yeah, and even with like Whoopi Goldberg, you know. Yeah. You got Whoopi Goldberg. She'd done Ghost by this point, you know. Which was huge. Yep, and other um, Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. I loved that film, Jumping Jack Flash. Had she done like Sister Act and stuff? Sister like that Act. Well? I don't know Sister. Yes, she that must have done Sister Act well, by that it? point as well. Yeah. That yeah. must have been nineties, wasn't it? Sister oh yeah, Act? yeah. Yeah. So she'd done some pretty. Um, successful movies mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting but I guess that's the beauty of something like acting you kind of yeah you kind of do lots of so many different projects that some of them are going to be great and some of them are going to be a bit questionable <laughs> <laughs> yes they are indeed um, I think I, I, I kind of mentioned it the other day it's like you know people like Charlize Theron and that you know yeah um, Halle Berry I mean I don't really think Halle Berry's that great an actress, to mm. be honest, but she got an Oscar for Monster's Ball. I don't think what I've seen her Charlize either. Theron got her Oscar for Monster. And then she was, went... Yeah, she was good in Monster. Oh, though, yeah. I, 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 I think Charlize Theron's a great actress. Yeah. Um, and, and she went on and she did Aeon Flux, which was an absolute bomb. And, yeah. you know, Halle Berry went on after her Oscar to do things like Catwoman. Yeah. You know, which was dreadful. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, so Sister Act, you know, Ghost, 1990, Sister Act, 1992. Oh, how could you forget the colour purple for Whoopi Goldberg as oh, well? Yeah, of course, yeah. How, you know, yeah. I mean, what a film. I mean, yeah, Sister Act 2 was 93, and Colour Purple was yeah. 1985. So she's done, she's done some big stuff by this point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess she's only got a little cameo role in it. It's not like a major part, but still. yeah. And I don't know, was Whippy Goldberg fame? Whippy Goldberg, was she a stand up comedian before? I don't know if she was stand up or if she did theatre. Like oh, she's just a theatre actor. actor. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, there was another film she did. She was a detective. Um, oh, what was it called? Ah, oh, it's going to really bug me. She was a detective. I don't think I've seen her be a detective in anything. Oh, it's going to really, really bug me. 
oh, that's really gonna, really, really gonna annoy me. I'm not gonna find it, but she was a detective going up against, and remember, because there was a guy, like, who would eat glass in it. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. Oh. But yeah, she was a detective in it, and I remember watching that, and it was, yeah, anyway, 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 I'm getting distracted, because you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm finding it difficult to say goodbye again. Yeah. Um, we've rated the movie, it's pretty we probably, mid. We could probably cut out the last 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the last 10 minutes. I won't, you know, no. um, it's all content. Um, so thank you to Ed for the DVD. Yeah. Thank you to our new Patreon, Alison Scott, yep. as well. Long may you Patreon us. <laughs> and what? I know, I know, I know. Please ignore me. Um, but ultimately, that was Monkey Bone. Yeah. We've been I See Bad Movies. It's goodbye and from me. Goodbye from me.